الجزيرة بودكاست Will the Prime Minister of Greece be able to form a new government? His party won the general election but fell short of a majority. So, after years of economic and financial turmoil, what does this mean for the country's future? Hello, I'm Adrian Finnegan and this is the Inside Story podcast where we dissect, analyse and help to define major global stories. So let's bring in our guests. From Rome, we're joined by George Zogopoulos, lecturer at Democritus University of Thrace. From Athens, we're joined by Despina Afentuli, executive director at the Institute of International Relations, Greece and former Greece program manager to NATO. And from Brussels, Petros Fasoulas, uh, secretary general of European Movement International and a former EU advisor to the UK Parliament. Welcome uh, to all of you. Uh, to Inside Story. George, let's start with you. How do you explain this thumping 20-point win for new democracy, despite the wiretapping scandal, the anger, as we heard, over the train crash earlier this year? Why did voters give Prime Minister Mitsotakis such a resounding vote of confidence? To start with, it is a personal success of the Prime Minister, Kyriakos Mitsotakis. You just mentioned the problems which are existing, indeed, but at the same time, time, most Greeks valued the fact that during his administration, Greece's economy is rather stable, while at the same time, taxes are going down. And this is what matters at first for a country like Greece, which is recovering from an economic crisis. At the same time, most Greeks believe that the most important problems right now, which is high prices, for example, high inflation, also the post-pandemic stabilization of the economy are problems that the entire world is encountered with. And the Greek government, the Greek prime minister, uh, is uh, making efforts in order to place them under control. So all this, along with some important reforms, more importantly, uh, digitalization, which is one of the most important successes of the current government, led to the result of last Sunday. Despina, um, Mitsotakis described Sunday's result as an earthquake, but was it, in political terms, on a turnout of, what, 61%? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, 60%, it's high and low at the same time, I would say, but still, is a majority. I mean, Mitsotakis is right, maybe, I mean, not an earthquake, but certainly a very strong message that he should continue the the policy that he started in uh, his first term, especially the policy of economic stabilization and uh, growth. I I, I mean, he's very good at doing this. And uh, apparently Greek voters approved the management that he had in the previous term. So, uh, Petros, is it all down to the economy? Why did the the wiretapping scandal, the the anger over the train crash, not appear to to touch uh, Mitsotakis and and his party? To to a certain extent, did voters hold their nose when they chose new democracy in the polling booths, pushing aside uh, concerns about things like perceived democratic backsliding uh, in favour of economic stability? Well, after 10 years of uh, drama, uh, the Greek voters craved for stability and continuity, perhaps. Uh, Having witnessed the country at the brink of uh, economic collapse and at the exit door of the European Union, uh, the last few years have been calm and stable by comparison. So I think uh, the the majority of uh, the Greek voters were exhausted by what preceded. And as the previous speakers have said, 
the relative economic uh, calm uh, was more important to them than other scandals like the wiretapping one that is indeed a threat to democracy, but uh, was seen as secondary by most voters. Uh, all right, George, I, I can see that, that voters would, would prefer economic stability, uh, but why did so many voters who would normally have voted left or, or centre-left appear uh, to vote centre-right in this election? Well, at first, it's also related to the performance of the main opposition party, the leftist Syriza party, which didn't do well at all uh, during the election of last uh, Sunday. And the main reason is that uh, it's toxic rhetoric during the pre-election campaign, as well as the fact that uh, the party didn't really renew its personnel and didn't bring new ideas to politics, were factors that uh, influenced the voters not to vote for this uh, uh, leftist party in Sunday's election. And in the past, the leader of the main opposition and former prime minister Alexis Tsipras used to be an advantage for the party. Now he seems to be a disadvantage for the party. Many Greek citizens are tired of too much talk, little action. And at the same time, it is a party that also governed for four years and a half. And people don't forget the fact that the middle class was practically destroyed during the years of the Syria's administration. And the fact that the party really does not have fresh ideas about how to re-energize the economy is another factor. Also, it's important to mention when you are uh, referring to the social democratic spectrum that another party, the uh, PASOK, the traditional social democratic party in Greece, did quite uh, well in the election. It has a new promising leader, former member of the European Parliament. So the big debate now in Greece is who might lead the centre-left in the future. I believe also this will be quite significant for the second round of the election that takes place next month, because the winner of the election will be clearly new democracy and prime minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis. Uh, George, if the, the, the second round of voting proves just as disastrous uh, for uh, Syriza, will the days of Alexis Tsipras as leader of the party be numbered? Well, certainly, yes. I think that he bears responsibility for the problem. He bears responsibility for the fact that during four years of the administration of Kyriakos Mitsotakis, he didn't really get the message of the previous election of 2019. And therefore, he failed to get a percentage that he had uh, promised or that he had uh, perhaps wished before the election. However, at the same time, it's important to mention that even if Tsipras will not do well in the election of next month, again, the other centre-left part, the Social Democratic Party, might make gains. It is the traditional opponent of new democracy. So I expect that it will be very, very interesting concerning the new lead uh, in this spectrum of the centre-left in Greece, which practically leads, needs leadership for the years to come, because the Prime Minister and the Conservative Party will have the absolute uh, the majority, so the opposition will be very important for Greece's domestic politics. Despina, to what extent do voters still blame Tsipras and Syriza uh, for that U-turn after winning on a mandate to resist authority uh, back in 2015, and yet ushering in just that? Yeah, I think I think that they uh, condemned, uh, in a way, Syriza for what they did in the past, despite the fact that they have voted in favour in the past. But, you know, in the pre-electoral discourse, Syriza 
and uh, specific uh, members of the party, prominent members, they came out with the ideas about uh, alternative currencies, let's say, uh, meaning that they would even ready to, to, to discuss the, the Greece leaving the Eurozone again, which is something that uh, Greeks uh, look at uh, nightmarish scenario. So this, of course, uh, weighed to their decisions. I mean, they prefer continuity because, you know, Mitsotakis government all these years proved that they can deliver. This is something not very common in Greece, a government to deliver. And this is what happened. So finally, I mean, they did they disapproved what uh, Tsipras and Syriza supported during the electoral campaign. I would also add another dimension, as uh, we are talking about uh, stability and security. I would, I would add that elections in Turkey also weighed in a way to, to, the, to, to Greek voters' choice. Because you have Erdogan from the other side, there is no change. So most probably uh, Greeks would vote for security. Uh, Petros, picking up on that, on, on, on security, uh, how much uh, do Greeks uh, cherish uh, membership of the European Union uh, and, and NATO membership? Indeed, support for EU membership uh, is very high in Greece and it remains high even during the sovereign debt crisis. Uh, Greeks are uh, instinctively pro-European, not just because of the economic benefits of EU membership or the security uh, benefits that might come with it, but they do subscribe to the fundamental values that underpin European integration, which are, to a large extent are very similar to Greek values. So for them, it is very important to be a member and be part of Europe, be part of the European mainstream. And Mr. Mitsotakis' government was able to restabilize the relationship between Athens and Brussels after uh, the frequent conflicts, uh, the spats, the arguments that almost led to divorce during the Syriza government. We all remember how Mr. Varoufakis enjoyed picking fights with his fellow um, finance ministers in, in Brussels. So that ended. There was a calm relationship based on trust between Mr. Mitsotakis and the leadership of the EU institutions. And even though there are problems, I think the fact also that Mr. Mitsotakis comes from the same political family, the EPP, where the president of the European Commission comes and other leading figures within the EU institutions, that also helped in facilitating the financial support that the EU gave to Greece after the pandemic, uh, but also other uh, close relationships that definitely helped Greece upgrade its status as a reliable and forward-looking member of the European Union. All right, Petros, it's important to people then to be part of the, the, the EU. What about uh, uh, the single currency zone? I mean, back in the, the, the bad old days of uh, when, when the recession was really biting, of course, the country nearly tumbled out of, uh, of the single currency. Those two come hand in hand. It, was, uh, it became clear to Greeks that if you're not in the single currency, it will be difficult to remain in the EU as well. And again, having the euro, having a stable, strong currency um, has a, a lot of uh, symbolism for Greeks. Again, it places them at the heart of the European project. So there were very few, despite the fact that the currency might not be as popular as membership itself, because it's associated with higher prices, and of course the sovereign debt crisis that we experienced 
uh, in the past decade. Nevertheless, uh, there is firm belief that if we are to remain in the European Union, we must also remain part of the currency union that underpins it. And for that reason, any proposition or even insinuation that uh, Greece could consider alternative currency arrangements is anathema for most Greeks. And Despina, I just want to pick up on something you were saying a few moments ago about uh, about security. Of course, uh, voters uh, in this election made it clear they wanted economic stability, uh, but they also want security. Uh, and you mentioned uh, Turkey, uh, of course, it, it, in that. Is there a feeling among voters that uh, uh, Prime Minister Mitsotakis is, is taking a much firmer line on Turkey than any other party would? Yeah, indeed, because Mitsotakis, as uh, my colleague said, has very good relationships in EU. And Greece, during uh, the last years, built a very good relationship with the US as well. So it's a very strong relationship, also accompanied by military installations, by US presence in Greece, or vessels, of aircrafts, and so on, common exercises. So this is a security umbrella that uh, I believe my compatriots uh, very much appreciate. Uh, George, will Mitsotakis get the outright majority that he wants in uh, a second round? Is this a gamble for him? Uh, how could turnout perhaps affect the result? It seems highly likely, and that's why practically he did not uh, want to cooperate with others and form a coalition government after the Sunday's election, because theoretically he could uh, cooperate, find another partner, build a coalition government. But he believes that the message that was sent last Sunday is clearly a message that will lead him to win the next election. And uh, thanks to the fact that uh, the electoral law will be different next time, it will be based on reinforced proportionality. This means that the first party will have a bonus analogically to its performance. It is very likely that uh, the Conservatives, the New Democracy Party of Mr. Mitsotakis, will be able to govern uh, alone. And also citizens value political stability. I don't think that there is any real chance for the Conservatives not to get the absolute majority. By contrast, I would say that the election is more important for the centre-left and who might lead the opposition in Greece, because, as I said before, it will be very important for a democratic country like Greece to have an opposition, a main opposition, that will be able to offer sincere and reliable alternatives and do a sincere and good debate in the Greek Parliament. OK, George, does that mean that PASOK, then, uh, will go back to, to, to where it, it was quite used to being before it was eclipsed by Syriza uh, and be, well, in this case, the main opposition party from now on? Well, this is the objective of PASOK for the election of, of, of June, to see up what extent it will be able to persuade citizens who belong to the centre-left political spectrum not to trust Tsipras and Syriza again, but to trust Mr Androulakis, the leader of PASOK, and the party. Indeed, this party has managed to renew its political personnel. Obviously, its toxic past still exists, but persons are new entities. The uh, ambition of the new leader of the party to make political changes and to bring new ideas. So I think that uh, the party itself is right now formulating its political communication campaign ahead of the new election in order to be able and persuade citizens that they need to vote for it in order to have a clear 
view for the day after, and in order for the party to be empowered in parliament to have uh, an opposition against the governing new democracy. There's been a, a series of party officials said after Sunday's result that uh, Alexis Tsipras would press ahead with an immediate change of strategy. What does he need to do to pull voters back? And, I mean, surely there's not enough time for him to do so now between uh, today and the runoff. I, I don't think they, they, they can manage, I mean, to, to propose a very different approach, I mean, to what they, they said, I mean, during this pre-electoral campaign. Uh, maybe, I mean, they will, they will promote uh, other persons. I mean, there, are, there, are, there is a good team in Syriza. Uh, certainly Tsipras, I mean, is to blame for the failure because he's the central personality in this party. Uh, so I, I would not be surprised if they push, I mean, other persons, I mean, to, to support the party during the campaign. But I, I cannot expect, we cannot expect, I mean, very radical changes in the discourse. It's, the time is too, too, too short for that. Uh, Petros, has life under Mitsotakis in the last four years uh, improved for the Greek electorate? The country still has a, a huge national debt. Wages are, are pretty low compared to elsewhere in Europe. Unemployment still relatively high, though not nearly as bad as it, as it was. Uh, many Greek households still struggle to get by. Levels of poverty and social exclusion are among the highest in Europe. Why would anyone vote for new democracy and not PASOK? Well, when you have reached uh, rock bottom, the only way is up. So, uh, in many cases, uh, Greeks felt that any improvement is uh, good enough. Uh, but uh, on your question, I think uh, new democracy was better in distancing itself from the past and changing the personnel than was Pasok, which was the last one uh, left handing the ball before the, the collapse of the currency and the economic situation in Greece, as you remember. So they, they're still carrying the blame to a greater extent than New Democracy was. And they haven't been able to detoxify their brand, even though they attempted a serious branding not so long ago, rebranding not so long ago. Uh, but still, I like you said, the macroeconomic indicators for Greece have improved significantly. We've seen that unemployment has been reduced. Uh, inflation, comparatively to other parts of the European Union, uh, is under control. Um, also, the investment uh, mood for Greece is much better. And, and that gives hope, I think, to a lot of Greeks. And even though they see that their everyday life isn't improving, uh, their salaries are not increasing, their, their purchasing power is reducing, they do look around and they have a little bit more hope about the future. And I think Mr. Mitsotakis has been able to uh, articulate that uh, those small improvements uh, were down to his uh, premiership. And, and that's something that the opposition wasn't able to, uh, to do well enough, to uh, point out that the life is still quite hard. Uh, and that made a huge difference in a country, in a population that had been battered by crisis for the last uh, 10 years. All right, let's put that to, to George, that, uh, that comment there, Petros, you made about Greek, Greece being, being at rock bottom, there was nowhere else for it to go. To what extent, George, are uh, Mitsotakis and his policies the reason why Greece's economy is growing at twice the Eurozone average? I mean, the country was down and very nearly out from near bankruptcy. Wouldn't any party 
have managed to get Greece on its feet again, regardless of policies, there was only one way to go. Or did the country need someone like Mitsotakis? Well, to start with, we should say that even from 2019, the Greek economy had started to get stabilized even under Syriza, because Syriza in the first six months of 2015 played a very bad game for Greece's economic future, but then uh, it signed the third bailout and it managed to implement some of the reforms. So Mitsotakis took over from there, from a moment during which Greece's economy uh, was quite stabilized. And indeed, he managed to improve some indicators despite serious problems, the COVID-19 pandemic and also the conflict in Ukraine. However, Greece's uh, economic uh, future also uh, does not necessarily look bright because uh, beyond the quantitative analysis of the indicators, we should also place attention into the quality. And if you are looking at the number of the Greece's debt, for example, it is now over 400 billion for the first uh, time. And this is obviously not very encouraging. Obviously, yes, indeed, Greece is able to serve its debt right now. It can access the market and so on. But if the new government uh, attempts to govern in a manner that will be similar to how governments were governing before 2010, then it will be very problematic in the medium and long term. So we have to be very, very okay. careful. Despinit, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And I would also say that... Uh, uh, above all, economic policy is restricted by Eurozone uh, rules. I mean, you cannot escape. Uh, nevertheless, I mean, uh, due to the relaxation in Eurozone, I mean, the, this Greek government could afford, I mean, make some spending in favor of the most, uh, uh, of the weakest, let's say, categories of the population. But still, I mean, the problems are here and any government would uh, would have to address. I mean, if we, 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 we come back, I mean, to, to a healthy economy, this is something not to forget. And for this, I mean, you need a consensus also from, from the opposition. And to, to agree with George, I mean, the opposition, uh, so the Socialist Party that is now emerging as, okay. uh, again, I mean, a very reliable uh, force in the opposition, may agree, I mean, on, on, uh, on a basis of economic okay. recovery. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you short, Despina. I want to get one more question in to, to Petros. Petros, how long before that the 500,000 or so young people, most of whom were educated to degree, master's or PhD level, who left the country uh, when uh, its economic problems uh, began, how long before that, that vital generation decides that, that, that Greece has improved enough for them to return? Uh, I fear that that might be a lost cause. Uh, as we have seen for previous trends of uh, immigration, emigration, uh, people don't return home in as great numbers. And uh, as uh, Despina mentioned, there's still, and George, of course, there's still a lot of challenges that the Greek economy is facing. And Mr. Mitsotakis now needs to prove himself. And his government needs to make sure that whatever macroeconomic successes and uh, how much the indicators have improved, those uh, improvements need to be felt in the pockets of people in, into their everyday life. And unless that happens, uh, those Greeks that left the country during the crisis are not going to return. So the jury is still out. Uh, it was a big victory for new democracy, but they do need to deliver now on the strong mandate they're about to receive. 
because things can turn very quickly in Greek politics and uh, everybody's watching, both the Greek population, but also Greece's partners in, in Europe and beyond. Okay. There, I'm afraid we must leave it. Many thanks to all of you for being with us. George Sogopoulos, uh, Despina Aventuli and Petros Fasoulas. This episode was produced by Mohamed El Aishi, Katia Lopez Horayan, Fungi Nguyen, Giwa Alnaya, and Paul Taylor. The studio sound was by Hasib Hashmi. The program was edited by Andre Oosthuizen, Lynn Nguyen, and Joda Frias. Be sure to subscribe to the Inside Story podcast to catch every episode. And thanks for listening. Tune in on Wednesday for our next episode. This week on The Take, what does the tightening of the U.S.-Canada border mean for asylum seekers searching for a better life? That's The Take by Al Jazeera. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.